Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to Weight Loss in the Mind. Think fit, be fit. I'm your co-host, Scott Patterson. Joining, joining me, as usual, my lips are moving a little faster than my mind today, is Mia St. Obey. Hey, Mia, how are you doing today? I'm good, Scott. How are you doing? I'm doing awesome. But I have a problem. What's that? Well, you know... All summer, spring, and fall, it was sunny and beautiful on the West Coast. We, you know, we almost didn't call it the wet coast because we had not one drop of rain in July, which was unbelievable. Yeah. And so I was riding my bike up and down the hills and along rivers and chasing bears and all sorts of good things like that. And then I was walking along in the wilderness and in the woods and up in the mountains. Mm-hmm. And it's getting cold. Yeah. And rainy. Oh, Yeah. And I need to do something else because all this wonderful fitness and activity I've been doing is going to go for naught if I sit uh, around and fiddle my thumbs for the next four months of pouring rain in Vancouver. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Doesn't it feel like you're going into like hibernation mode? It definitely does over in Ottawa. Cause I mean, it's about to snow here, so I don't oh. know what's worse. But oh, I no. mean, that's not true. Snow's not that bad. Cause I like going snowboarding, but. The rain well, would be tough to handle. You can go and shovel it there instead of uh, lifting weights, right? Yeah, that's true. And it's an intense and intense workout. Side note, too, a lot of people get heart attacks in the winter from shoveling. So make sure you're in shape before you start hauling all that snow. You, you know, that's something my dad said to me all the time because we, we grew up in Winnipeg. And, oh, yeah. And he said, you know, he said, in Winnipeg, after people got over 65, 70 years old, he said, mm-hmm. all I saw were widows. Mm-hmm. And I said, really? And he said, yeah. And he said, did you know why? And I said, no. And he says, well, because the guys would go out and shovel the snow and have a heart attack and die. Yeah. And he That's said, crazy. He said, out in Vancouver and Victoria, in Victoria where they lived, um, there's never any snow or it's like, you know, a quarter of an inch. And he said, you know, it's amazing. Like there's all these old guys. <laughs> so, yeah. So like you, very very valid point that you make, right? If you do this heavy yeah. exercise just from you know sitting around and then you get out and do it, not good. You got to warm up, right? Man, it's so hard. I like Matt and I bought our first house last year, so we had our first winter where we actually had a driveway. So we've been living in condos, and mm. I, like I would have to, I do my track practice and then come home and have to shovel so I could get into the driveway. It was torture it was exhausting there's so much lactic acid being built up in my arms i'm like this is like i don't know how my parents did it i can't believe it i can sound like a wimp but it was so much work yeah and there's so many different types of snow right like here we get this wet snow so it's just like like a a snowball is like a ton it's and then in winnipeg at least it was lighter and drier fluffier right but It also depends the time, you know, if it's melting and all this sort of good stuff. So, okay, so we found one that we don't want to do, which is shovel the walk. We need to find a few that we do. Well, yeah, I mean, that's the thing. I can appreciate it. Like, I, I, even I feel like that. My family grew up playing outdoor sports like crazy and skiing and snowboarding every single weekend. But every time winter comes and rolls around, and for you when the rainy season comes and rolls around, I just feel like, it, there's not as many options, you know, but if you sit down and think about it, you not only do you have to keep being in shape throughout the winter so you can shovel and so you can feel great and accomplish all your goals, but there are a lot more activities to do out there than, than people think, you know. 
Um, one of the ones that I was thinking about that I haven't really done in a while, but I used to love it is swimming. Oh. And that's a very, I mean, it's tough. Like it's very, I, I put it up right up there with running. Like it's a tough individual sport, I think. Um, mm-hmm. but there's so many different ways that you can do it. So you can do just swimming lengths and you can do, you know, you can swim for half an hour, you can swim for 15 minutes or you can do repeat intervals or you're doing, you know, some 25 years, well, 15 years of there and back and then take a one minute breath and there and back, one minute rest and repeat those kinds of exercises. Oh, That's going to be working like an elastic energy system. So you're kicking your butt there or if you do it for half an hour, you're working more of a cardiovascular system and you're just beat when you get out of the pool, especially it's not something you do all the time. Right. And the other thing that we used to do when we were in, um, when I do cross country camps for like training camps, we would do a, a pool session and we would do like a, like a circuit. So we'd swim a lot, do some push-ups, swim a lot, do some t- dips on the end of the, for your triceps on the end of the uh, pool and then do a lap and do some crunches. So back and forth, such a good workout. And I don't know, I think it'd be a lot more fun than sometimes running in snow is not that fun. <laughs> well, you got me thinking about the annual polar bear swims. Yes, like, freezing. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Crazy. When, when I was um, in my late teens, early 20s, I was a very good swimmer, and I swam a lot. Actually, it Spent a couple of years in Australia, and I just I hated the water before I went to Australia, and I loved the water when I came back. And so my parents kept, you know, kept me going. We had the Pan Am pool in Winnipeg, and I can remember coming home and not really drying myself as well as I should have, and the mm-hmm. hair on the back of my head freezing. <laughs> yeah, getting stiffer like and breaking stiffer, off right? and breaking <laughs> off. No, I've, well, I never did that, but. <laughs> Uh, well the other thing too that's really helpful is going out and doing uh pool running as well so a lot of the time when i was running track and field if you're injured coaches would often tell you get in the pool and sometimes you find that you are even stronger because there's so much more resistance obviously when you're in the pool um you can put a weighted or not a weighted belt a floating belt on your around your waist and you can run in the deep end or you can even just run bouncing off the shallow end on the bottom of the pool floor, bouncing off the pool floor, um, and doing really like the same same type of running workout that you do outside if you're following a running program. Um, you can do that in the pool, and you find that you recover, you're not injured, and you be you're becoming even a little bit more stronger once you get back out on the road or onto the track, for example. Right, that would be a great way to to uh, to exercise. I would think you've got all that resistance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's tough, for sure. Cool. And that way you're inside and you're still staying warm. Hmm, that's awesome. I yeah. actually thought of one thing that I'm doing right now, and I never really thought of it as exercise until I sat down and was thinking about our show today. And I go ballroom dancing twice a week. Oh, cool. Yeah, so uh, I don't know how to do any ballroom dancing. And I was able to convince uh, the lady I'm with right now that we should learn it. And mm-hmm. so there's lots of places that that you can go for classes, but we found this one that we really like. We really like the people there, so we go once a week there and once a week somewhere else. And what I find is is there's kind of a social aspect to it too. But totally. I'm I'm the first couple times I did it, I was drenched after doing these dances. Like I was like huffing and puffing, and it was 
like hard work, right? Because you've got yeah. to control yourself and you got to move. Plus, you're working with another person. And oh my God, of course! Like dancing is absolutely everything rolled into one. You have to have, you know, you have to have a certain amount of endurance. You definitely have to have a certain amount of lactic acid capacity because you're doing. I mean, you don't stop. Often, a lot of dances is just right. like go, go, go. You get like a thirty-second break to change the music, and then it's go, go, go some more. You know. <laughs> That's right. So it's so true. It doesn't necessarily have to be something where you're putting on, you know, running shoes to make it working out, and doesn't have to suck. <laughs> That's the other thing. You can definitely go and have some fun and not be freezing your butt off or being soaking wet. You know. That's right. That's uh, yeah. It's, that's so fun. Yeah, that's cool. Um, another one I thought of, too, is doing, I mean, I know you're you're going to have to bear the cold. You're going to have to bear the rain, especially if you're living in Canada. That's just the way it is. But I personally feel like today, in pouring rain, it's not that warm out. Um, and I, A, needed to take my dog for a run, and B, wanted to get my workout in. And I was so looking forward to going for a run. I have a day off from the gym, so I wanted to get outside, and it's raining. So I said, okay, bundle myself off, you know, even covered up my hair so it didn't get wet because it didn't look to get wet. And I ran to this park that Freddie and I go to, and I just did, I did sprint. So I basically did, um, you know, 25 seconds, 30 seconds off. I did that four times, and I took a break, and then I did it again, and then I ran home. And I find that so much – I'm out there, and it's so much more fun instead of just – like running in the rain and all I keep thinking about is when is this going to be over because it's raining and it's cold and the same thing in the snow and it's hard to always find your footing but if you can find like a patch of road that's clear yep. um, you can do some sprints or you can also find or even shovel off an area of stairs so it's safe and you don't slip and fall but you can run some stairs and I find you know you build up that lactic endurance you work at an adjustment system that's burning fat you're outside and I personally like you know the quick and easy or quick and tough, like hard workouts that are over quickly <laughs> instead mm. of just going for a run, you know, and you, you, you stay warm for sure because you're moving yep. um, and it's over before you know it. So when you went out with, with your dog to the park, how long were you gone? Maybe 45 minutes. Like it takes about, it takes me about five minutes to run to the park. Yeah. And then I do the run, do a bunch of sprints, like I said, and then I took about like five minutes to run back, eight minutes or so to run back. Yeah, so not long at all. No, not at all. And I mean, like, like my other workouts, I have some days where I'm in the gym for an hour and a half, you know, like an hour and 15 minutes, and I work my butt off. I think it was like a, not necessarily an easy day, but a faster day for sure, but I still got something in. It was still effective, still working energy system that was going to get me to my goals, and I was pretty much in and out. And I kind of forgot that it was raining because I was warmed up, and Freddie was having <laughs> fun, and it was awesome. <laughs> Everything goes easier with a dog, doesn't it? I think so. <laughs> like, I think so. Uh, and and also you have no excuse, right? Like if you go running with a friend and it's pouring rain, the two of you can look at it and kind of go, ah. but the dog, the tail is wagging, the tongue is hanging out, he's sitting mm-hmm. by the door, he's just like, let's go, doesn't care. It's so true. And like I know there's some days – you know, maybe you are a runner like me and you love it and the snow kind of deters you a little bit. But you and I both know you're going to get out there and in the middle of it, you're going to be so glad that you did and you're going to feel good. You know, you just have this euphoric feeling. And it's true. Like, yep. he loves it. He's, he's exhausted now, which makes me happy. <laughs> and, <laughs> you know, we could sprint back and forth. And he actually kept me going today because he can run obviously faster than I can. Um, so, yeah, it's great. 
That is cool. And yeah, and like I go for walks, like I said, along the river, which is right near me. And I see yeah. these people with their dogs all the time. Same people actually over and over and over again. And I just think, you know, <clears throat> it's great exercise for the dog. It's great exercise for them. My neighbor actually is 80 years old and broke her leg. So I'll go over and grab her dog and take him, take her for a walk. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it's just like, yeah, it doesn't matter what it's like out, you know, these these people are giving the dogs their exercise and getting it themselves, and it's great. Yeah. You don't have yeah, to think so about true. it, right? Exactly, and it's true. You kind of just have to do it. And, I mean, not everyone's going to go go out there and get a dog, but the other thing you could do is, like you always say too, Scott, is just find someone else that's going to do it with you, you know, because that's all it really is, is an accountability partner, someone that needs to get the exercise. So your friend probably is going to need to get the exercise just as much as you, so you guys can hold each other accountable to make sure that you actually go. Right. And that's the that's the key. Not yeah. trying to do it yourself because for some people, it's really hard. Some people, I think, have no problem. Yeah. But, but yeah. other people, it's just yeah, like. It's built in you, for sure. Hmm. There's another thing. When we were in high school, too, I found it. It was so fun because Elliot Lake is such a small town. And, I mean, I feel like unless you enjoy outdoor activities, I don't you might not like Elliot Lake that much. <laughs> so <laughs> when the snow came around, during the school week, you know, the ski hill wasn't open and stuff like that. It was only open on certain days. So we had to, if we didn't have basketball practice or something after school, my friends and I would go to the gym at the pool and then we'd bring our bathing suits so we could go have a hot tub after. Nice. And that was our night and we, that's what we do to hang out. You know, we finish our homework and then we'd go work out and go for a hot tub and all of our friends would meet and we'd have a hot tub for, you know, till like nine o'clock and then get in the car and go home and go to school the next day. But it was great because it was like a reward after you're working out, and it's very social, too. And, again, you're not outside in the freezing cold. Nice. Nice. That's really cool. One yeah, of the exercises that I like to do, because I'm, if I'm working, I want to take a, a short break, but I don't want to take – I don't have too long to take on my break, is I mm-hmm. have a rebounder. And so I basically – I don't know what that is. It's like a little mini trampoline. Oh, cool. Yeah, so I bounce up and down on it, and the reason that I got it was uh, my friend, who's I have a friend who sells them, so, of course, I had, my arm was twisted, 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 but <laughs> he said every time you're going up and down, you're you're changing the gravity on all the cells, so it's basically like massaging or exercising every cell in your body. inside and outside and everything else. And, of course, I can tell that when I'm bouncing up and down because I can feel everything kind of moving up and then moving down, right? It's really kind of of, of weird. (laughs) And he says it really gets the lymph system moving as well. And that's kind of like all the water in your body that's not blood. So it kind of slushes around, and if we're just sitting, it just sort of pools, right? And it's very funny because I'll only do it for like five or six minutes. I'll put put the radio on or a CD on and I'll listen to two or three songs and then I know, okay, I'm done and, uh, and I'll, I'll, uh, I'll get off of it and I'll do it once or twice a day. But what, mm-hmm. what's the weirdest part is when I stop and I step off of it, it's like my body stops moving, but all the fluids inside still slush around. Yeah, you're so bizarre. <laughs> it's very weird feeling, particularly at yeah. the beginning, right? It's like, wow, this is, really is moving things around inside, right? <laughs> so. um, another thing that I've started doing, too, is just going to different 
um, evening sport classes, so not classes, mm. but games. So I have been playing volleyball, I played a baseball tournament, I'm going to look at picking up some basketball. So those are all obviously fantastic indoor activities if you're uh, like an athletic person, you like playing different types of sports. Right. Such a great way. I have one of my girlfriends, that's literally what she does. She's in fantastic shape, you know, she's got abs galore and she looks great and she always eats well. You know, she'll have the odd, you know, junk food or whatever, but she's very cautious of what she eats, and she just plays sports all the time. Like, she has a gym membership, and she'll go maybe twice a week, but the other time, she's playing volleyball, she's playing basketball, she played dodgeball before, she plays volleyball quite competitively, and that's how she keeps in shape, and she loves it. It's a social activity for her, um, meets a lot of people, and then gets to basically stay in shape at the same time. Nice. That's a great way to do it. Yeah, and it's really fun, too. So, I mean, there's, the possibilities are endless, really. It's, you just kind of have to think outside the box a little bit. And, and I just do it with people that you like to do activities with. Like, find a group of friends. There's a whole social community out in Ottawa that, and I know every other city will have it, that has different sporting activities and things that you can do uh, as a group inside. Like, there's tons and tons. There's soccer, like, golf, you name it. <laughs> Everything gets transferred inside. So, And if you're not someone that has done sports before, try and go and learn something. It's an activity for you to do, and you can keep in shape at the same time. Yeah, that's awesome. And it looks like really there's no excuse for it, too, because as you were talking, I was thinking, well, all these things are great, but what if you've got kids running around? And then I remembered that you have a new coach joining Run Your Life Coaching, Tracy. Yes, yes, Tracy. Maybe maybe you should tell us a little bit about Tracy because – uh, she's a mother too, right? Yeah, yeah. She's a new mom. Madison's almost about five months. She's adorable. Wow. She is. Uh, I met her through Matthew. Her boyfriend is really good friends with Matt, so that's how we met. And she's in the fitness world too. She's a fitness competitor and is very much very knowledgeable with nutrition and workout programs and things like that. So we decided to partner and uh, kind of work with two different groups of people because I've never had kids before, and I can certainly help them but Tracy you know knows personally and that's what we like to like basically what we like to teach people is that we know based on personal experience right so we can tell you and teach you because we've done it so um she talks about doing different classes like there are different gyms that have daycares and things like that um that you can drop off your child and go do your workout there's mommy yoga those types of activities but she was telling me the other day too as she likes to just modify certain exercises within her program if you know madison can just sit there while she works out at home uh has a couple pieces of equipment but sometimes she can modify the exercises if madison's you know unhappy with it so if she's doing you know um stability ball crunches for example she can bring madison you know up and down and swing her up and down while she's doing the workouts and yeah sure it may not be the exact same way that you used to do the workouts before you had your child but you're still doing it you're still being a great mom or a great parent and, you know, you're doing something for you at the same time. So we're super excited to have Tracy on board with us. I know she's going to bring a lot to uh, to the program, and she can help a lot of women out there who are uh, experiencing a little bit or struggling a little bit with their weight loss post-baby post, post baby, or if they're thinking of having a baby or if they're currently pregnant. She's, she's definitely the person you want to be talking to. Yeah, that's cool. One of the things, too, that I noticed about her was she was in a car accident because she was – hit mm-hmm. as she was rollerblading, and yeah. uh, and I thought it was interesting that she said she was as close to normal as she could be in about six weeks with the help of some physiotherapy, <clears throat> and 
you know, I just I often think that if we were fit when we get into these accidents, because they, they, they happen and there's nothing you can do about that, uh, it makes the recovery time so much easier and quicker. It's so true, Scott. It's so interesting that you say that. My dad, uh, when I was six months old, he fell off his motorcycle. He kind of turned away for one second when he was, he was a police officer and uh, rolled into like a little bit of a pothole on himself and broke his neck. And the doctor says, you know, to this day, if he hadn't have been working out, if he hadn't have been so strong at the time, he's not sure he would have made it. I mean, he broke his neck. Like, who does that? Oh, no. Crazy. So he had this whole halo contraption thing holding everything in place for about six weeks, I think. Six weeks or six months, something crazy like that. And uh, but that's exactly what the doctor said, because he was in shape. That saved his life, basically. Wow. Cool. All right. Well, we've run out of time once more, Mia. It just flies by. It's so fun uh, spending this time with you. Mm-hmm. And so if somebody wanted to know a little bit more about the coaching programs that you put together or how they can get uh, get a little bit more fit or a lot more fit depending on their situation, or if they're yeah. a mom and they want to get a hold of, of your newest coach, Tracy, uh, what yeah. should they do? can head over to my website. It's com, And that right now, don't be confused, it does bring you to my fan page. And you can just send me a private message, and I'll get you set up with what it is that you're looking for. So be specific. Tell me what goals you have and what it is that you need. Um, again, that's dot com. And I also am in the process of finally putting together the Run Your Life coaching website, which is uh, going to be underway very shortly so you can have access to what it is that we're doing and who the coaches are. And runyourlifecoaching at gmail.com. Also, you can send an email there and meet Tracy or myself, depending on what you're looking for. Wonderful. All right. Well, thanks for joining us, everybody. You've been listening to Weight Loss in the Mind, Think Fit, Be Fit. We'll see you all next week. Bye-bye.